0: Welcome, everybody, to the Ville House Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva, alongside my beautiful co-host, Holly Nicole Villanueva. (laughs) What's up, babe? Hello. And then today, we have very special guest, Shane Hickman. What up, man? What up? Yes, there it
1: is.
0: (laughs) The what up. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Uh, It's like something unique to a person or whatever. I can't think at all, man. I drank my monster way too long ago. Uh, I had a rough day, so I'm all fucked up, and it's going to be rough tomorrow. But uh, episode 100, thanks for joining us, man.
1: That's awesome. I know. That's that's a, that's a huge number out there. It's a big accomplishment.
0: Fuck yeah, man. 100 episodes deep. Who would have thought? I know. And she didn't even she want to do it. You will be doing it 100 episodes in? No. Yeah.
2: I didn't think we'd still be doing it a hundred episodes in.
0: Yeah, to be honest, I didn't know how long we were gonna last. I like had high hopes, um, but yeah, a hundred episodes from the get go, i have been like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know if we'll make
2: it. It's because of you, you kept us honest well, I don't on know how those many weeks.
1: listeners dedicated- <laughs> you have. I listen to every one of them. <laughs> You're the only listener. Hey, man. I listen to every single one of them.
0: <laughs> All our hits come from Tennessee. <laughs> 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 no.
1: But every not, time I wake up on Monday morning, it's not there.
0: Oh uh, shit! You're breaking up again.
1: Uh oh. All right, Hey, I'm gonna move real quick. I'm gonna make a move.
0: <laughs> See, that's that's the the cons of living out in the country.
2: He's just rolling through his room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't get good Wi-Fi signal. What about now?
2: Yeah.
1: It's good. You're good now. I'm not work.
2: What were you saying when you wake up on Monday? Right.
1: What? I say, I always wake up on Monday, and that's what gets me going. It's the first week. I get in the truck, I pop the phone on, and look. And when it's not there, I'm just like, gosh.
0: These <laughs> motherfuckers
1: <laughs> send a nasty gram.
2: <laughs> I know. Your, your and text, I have to look at it
1: for like every morning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> your texts are what keeps us honest a lot of the time. We're like, damn it, we have to do one. Shane's mad at us again. <laughs>
0: We're trying to do better, though, man, and then we're going to start doing more, so you got to hold us to th- those as well.
1: I, I will. I know y'all been busy just like us. The cheer stuff's been keeping us mad busy.
0: Yeah, fucking kids, man.
1: I know. And
2: then y'all went into, what, baseball and T-ball?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Co- Harper's doing coach pitch, and Tyler's playing kid pitch, so.
2: Ooh, tough. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't miss it. Yeah, it's wild it's right. crazy it's here I'm just glad it's over really I mean we've just been just getting killed with it like those last competition was our final we had to go all the way to Biloxi, Mississippi for that competition so it's forever away it took us nine and a half hours to get there Dang. oh shit that's a it is a huge drive but we made the best of it you, Did know, you go to the beat, casino? So we got to spend the I well, not old because we had the kids but <laughs> we still enjoyed it it was a lot of fun
2: you should have left him with dad and went to the casino
1: <laughs> yeah I know he was wanting to go to the casino. Uh, I went
0: out there a few weeks a few weeks ago. Yeah, to Yeah, yeah. I went to the Hard Rock Casino. It went too bad. Oh, not-
1: oh yeah, yeah, we went right by there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty man. Like the beach out there. Uh, I went to Keesler Air Force Base and uh, uh, for like some training, and then uh-huh. the area right outside of the base is not the greatest. But once you get like yeah. out to the coast and by the casinos, it's it's not too bad.
1: What I liked about it is you could go all the way down like the their front beach road, whatever it is, and there's no there's not like a bunch of high rises like you see everywhere. There, there's one little section like where the Hard Rock and stuff is. Once you pass that, there's nothing. Like you can just drive for like 30 minutes and see nothing but the beach on the left side. And see all these big old condos like you do everywhere else.
0: Yeah, yeah. I miss I miss oh, it, man. It made me good. miss uh, Florida.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. It's good weather, too. It's perfect time of the year to be at the beach. Oh, yeah.
0: It's always good weather at the beach. Until you yeah. get a fucking well, 75 hurricane.
1: 75 degrees and sunny, it was nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all want to get started? Oh, I already hey. said my intro, didn't I? You did. All right. See, I can't think straight today, man. We don't have a fucking topic. We're just enjoying ourselves. Oh, that's all right. Everybody's got a drink except okay. me. That's okay, baby. That sounds like drink. a you-
2: problem. I got stuck on my words.
0: Uh, we're just gonna go through a bunch of questions, like the way uh, Holly and I do it. Right. Um, so I got a bunch of questions here that I looked up, and I thought they would be pretty interesting to answer, especially <laughs> from you. <laughs> so if I ask, <laughs> what co- that to mean? no, that you always have something interesting <laughs> to say, man. You have a a different perspective from us. So that's why we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Um, if you don't want to answer a question, you don't have to.
2: Yeah, you do. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> you do. <laughs> uh, and for those of y'all that don't know, Shane is my brother-in-law, Holly's brother. Brother, Where are you going? To get you a drink. So you so She just gets up in the middle of the podcast and take off to get me a beer. The audacity of her. <laughs> I don't even know if I use that word cor- correctly.
1: Y'all been pretty busy with the move
0: and everything? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we were. We're pretty settled in now. so uh, We're just waiting. Waiting to sign the papers. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we're good now. I got my dosakis. <laughs> Cheers, fucker. <laughs> All right. So here we go. We're going with the first one.
2: Am I answering first? You keep looking at me. Uh, I don't know. Whoever wants to answer first. Oh, Shane, you're up.
0: Ah, uh, that one's too deep to start out with. Oh no. <laughs> okay, here's a good what, what one.
1: Is, what are the top, What's the topic though? There is like no topic.
0: It's, oh, okay. just, <laughs> it's just random-ass questions.
2: <laughs> it's random. All he right. can't focus.
0: <laughs> it, yeah, dude, I cannot focus. I, you know what I started doing? I started taking Alpha Brain. You know what Alpha Brain is? Oh yeah. It, it's like a,
1: uh. Oh, that's the Joe Rogan stuff. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. It started popping yeah, up yeah. on my feed, and it got me. I think my phone heard me say like, "Man, I need something to concentrate." Boom, Alpha Brain yeah, pops takes- up. And I've been taking, I've been taking it, taking and it jockey. like uh, it helps for an hour or so, and then I'm back on it. But the thing is, like, I take it with coffee or Monster, so I don't know if it's the Monster or the coffee kicking in, or if it's the Alpha Brain. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to take it separately been to t- see how it really works.
1: I've been taking all the Jocko vitamins. I've been trying them out recently. Yeah, do they work? I like them. I really do. I just started taking them this week, but I like them.
0: But you can't down them with fucking liquor, man.
1: Well, that's true. <laughs> I took them this morning, so it, it's been—it's been. I took them this morning, so it's already—it's already done its thing.
0: Which one are you taking?
1: Uh, there's a couple of them. There's one that's like an immune support, and then the vitamin D. I don't know. There's a couple different ones. He's got like a whole lineup of them.
0: Yeah, that dude's making a killing, man. He's no oh, yeah. fucking killing it out there with all his supplements and then his, his new clothing line. Well, I don't know if it's new, but. I don't know. Like, even his podcast, man, you have to pay for. Or, like, if you want to get the real. Yeah. I I haven't listened to it in quite a while, but the last time, because I always go back and forth uh, with his podcast, and I haven't gone back, but uh, I heard him, I can't remember where, maybe he was on Joe Rogan, I don't know, I heard him say, he's like, yeah, you have to pay to subscribe and to, like, get the real content of his podcast. Maybe I'm just making shit up, I don't know, but. uh, You didn't
1: used to have to, but I, I listened to it a while back. I uh, listened to several of them. Like there was one, like the uh, Dakota Meyer. I don't know if you heard that one or not. Yeah. He was on Joe Rogan too, but he's got a lot of good podcasts. But I didn't have to pay for it at the time. But it may be different now. It was a long time ago.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was happening last year, and it was like when the censorship stuff was going crazy.
2: Yeah, when everybody had to get uh, yeah. pushed to Spotify. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. you know, it was after Joe Rogan went to Spotify, and then like everybody was talking about censorship and and uh, fake news. Yeah, like fake news and stuff. And like Jocko uh, was one of those guys, like, you're not going to shut me up. And then he ended up like going on, I think he called it underground or some shit. I don't know. I'm making stuff up now. I'm just throwing shit out there. <laughs> I'm spreading rumors. Whatever. Jocko, I'm sorry. Uh, I love your podcast. Oh,
2: shit. Here we go. Sorry. You're welcome. Uh, anyways, outside. we
0: haven't even got to the first question. <laughs> uh, we're way off track here. Come on, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta keep us in line uh, Oh, you know next time we do this you know who uh, who we have to bring on is Nick Broke Dick Nick oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was listening yeah. to that podcast the other day I, I don't know why I started listening to it but uh, like, I, I listened to that podcast that story was fucking hilarious man <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing the entire time I was listening to it and he was telling it oh my gosh alright uh, here's an easy one. All right. Would you rather explore a new planet or the depths of the ocean?
1: Ooh, a
2: new planet for sure. Oh, yeah, why? I'm
1: going new planet too.
2: Yeah. Why? You're scared of water and exactly. you would pick the ocean.
0: Yeah, exactly. We need to know what the fuck's on there. It's on our planet.
2: No, absolutely
0: not. It's, I would want to do a new. It's dark down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's I think, dark down there. I, I may be making this up, <laughs> but I've heard somewhere, saw somewhere, he thought of something that more of space has been explored than, or we've explored more of space than we explored more of the ocean. You think that's true? Yes. Jamie, look that up. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. I don't have that kind of power.
2: <laughs> yeah, I do think we have done more space <laughs> like exploration. Because um, simply of the stretch we have with satellites and the things that we can do with them. Uh, But people are scared of the ocean and, you know, like we have to be able to breathe and shit. So we can't like stay underwater for extended periods of time. It's the same thing with space. You can't breathe up in space. You're literally in a tube like an astronaut. Well, it'd it would be the
0: same thing if you went in the water, like I guess if you were in a
2: submarine, but there's not, like... I don't think there's windows to look outside of a submarine, is there? They just got that thing that goes... Yeah,
0: I don't think they can have windows for, like, the depths that they go to. Yeah,
2: because of the pressurization. But I I would definitely want to explore a new planet. Hardcore. Call it Holly. Yeah, fuck that. Holly planet. I'm trying to find out. I don't planet. know what it
1: is. If anything went sideways, though, which one would you have a better outcome of coming out? Like, if your space drifts off and screws up, or you, you have no way to survive if you're in the ocean. I feel like you have a better chance of getting to the top. <laughs> no, <you don't. laughs>
0: yeah, I think you're fucked in both scenarios.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you cannot swim for miles with no oxygen. You can
1: figure out a way to get it. Follow the,
2: follow the follow. bubbles. Follow the bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> you're two miles under you the ocean. If you're off
1: in outer space, nobody can help you. They can help you in the bottom of
2: the ocean. <laughs> Hard pass. I don't know. Wait, I would it, much rather like you might find an air pocket somewhere. I don't know. I would much rather <laughs> like be in space with the stars than just know you're drowning and have no way to stop it. What? Drowning is terrible. I, it would be the same thing you in would space. Be, you're you're so. suffocating. That's basically what it is. I'm fine with that because I'd be floating through the pretty stars. It'd be like Star-Lord.
0: What if, like, underneath, way at the bottom of the ocean, the furthest you can go, it looks like space?
2: I don't believe it. There's the fish that glow <laughs> in the dark, and I ain't for that. All right, what's the next question? <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, where do you go when you need to blow off some steam?
1: Oh, the gym, easy.
0: Your prison gym? Yeah, buddy.
1: At yeah, the prison gym. Yep. Daily. Have you updated it? Right no. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done anything to it.
0: I bet I can guess where you go. Babes.
2: Where? Home. To take a nap.
0: To yell at me. Beat the shit out of me. <laughs> That's how she blows off steam, Shane. Yeah, right. That's uh, why it's No, when I
2: get like really, really frustrated, I just want to go to sleep. Like, working out doesn't help me blow off steam. It just gets me more frustrated because I don't want to be working out. And then I'm, like, frustrated and more frustrated because I'm working out. And I would much rather just be taking a nap.
0: If I'm really frustrated or, like, upset or something, I like to go for a run.
2: Clear the head. Running's terrible, too. You used to run so much. Do you not run anymore?
1: I'm starting to get back into it. I recently, in the past two weeks, only because I know we're supposed to hopefully be doing the Spartan races coming up. So I have actually started running again. So It's too late that now, was the man. I told you. I
2: think we still can do it. <laughs> we're, too, we're too late in the season. We were supposed to do the first wow, one. Oh, there's
1: plenty of time. Plenty we're of only time. in
2: April. We still have April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, the, December. Nine months. That's one every three months from here forward.
0: Then we got to commit to one now.
2: Let's do it.
1: Well, let's do it.
2: Let's do one in May. May what? I don't know. We'll have to find it. Spartan race in May. Are you guys down? When are you going on your cruise?
1: Uh, we go on a cruise <laughs> in July, and then oh, yeah. we have May. we have our Bonnaroo trip planned for June. Oh
2: yeah, y'all are gonna do all the hippie stuff.
1: Is that like Burning yeah, Man crap? I,
2: mm-hmm. Everybody just smokes weed and lives a tent. I
0: don't know. <laughs> You ready to get butt naked and well, we smoke some weed? Now, so.
2: And they don't they don't shower for like five days. <laughs> you start tripping on shrooms.
1: The camper, so it should be Who are you guys business.
2: going with, Rachel?
1: Uh no, Nick and Sarah, of course. And then uh the carpet. One of Nick's buddies and one of Sarah's buddies.
2: Y'all are gonna be come no. back different people with beads in your hair and no. all sorts of <laughs> You have dreadlocks. <laughs>
1: Nah, has been wanting to go ever since we started dating, and I was like, I'm not going out there camping for a freaking week at a music festival, but now we got the camper, and I was like, well, it probably won't be that bad, so. You going for the entire week? (laughs) We're going on, Nick's going for the entire week, we're take our camper, get it all set up, but we're going on Thursday night and stay until Monday morning, so still, it's like three or four days.
0: Dang, good luck, man. Good on you.
1: There's supposed to be a lot of good ones there this year. They got a pretty good. How much were tickets? Stick, like five hundred bucks. Uh, they were more than that because the camper. I mean, yeah. If you just want to buy just the tickets, they're like three fifty, I think. But then you got to pay for camping and all that stuff. And then if you got a an RV camping spot, because we're taking the camper, it's even more. So we ended up spending like eight hundred dollars for this three or four days. That's not bad though. Outrageous. Like
2: each or total.
1: No, that was total. Yeah. That's not bad. But they got uh, a pretty good lineup. I think right right now they got Stevie Nicks, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. They Close. got the Dixie Chicks. or the Chicks, whatever they call them these days. Uh, Allison Krause, Zach Bryan, J Cole, uh, J. Cole, Roddy Rich, whiskey, yeah, whiskey Myers, Twenty One Savage, Luna's gonna be there, Ludacris. Oh shit! I oh, got man. a pretty good lineup. That's just like some of them. I got like a whole list of them. So.
0: Oh damn! That doesn't sound
1: too bad. Huge festival. No, Excellent. it's yeah, It's got a lot of a lot of good people gonna. Everybody's there, just so.
2: gonna be stoned, to go. walking around like zombies, drunk and stoned for <laughs> yeah. weeks.
0: You got some room in your camper? I'll sleep Probably. on the floor, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when is it? When is Bonnaroo? It's in September, isn't it?
1: Uh, it's in no, it's in June. Oh. I think it's the first or second week in June, something like that. We've never been. Nick's been a couple years in a row, so he's got kind of the experienced, uh, I guess he's our experienced guide to kind of show us the do's and don'ts and where to go and not go. (laughs) You
0: know he's going to lead you astray the entire
2: time. (laughs) He'll he'll send us
1: somewhere somewhere crazy on purpose.
2: Yeah. That sounds about right. Man, that's crazy.
0: Shit, good luck, man.
1: That actually sounds interesting. Where's Bonnaroo at?
2: It's right down the road.
1: Uh, Tullahoma? Yeah, it's like an hour away. Uh, yeah. Manchester. Tullahoma, Manchester area. Okay. Yeah. That's in Tennessee.
2: Mm-hmm. It's oh. like right past Sparta where my mom lives.
0: Your mom's going to be upset that you said that. FBI's listening.
2: That's fine. Go get her. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Let's go with the next question. Amanda, uh, is too deep. I, I picked some questions that are just. I don't know if that's a a tonight thing.
2: We need some deep questions to break up the fun. Really? And then we'll go back to fun.
0: Okay. Well, I already skipped over the... Let's
2: get serious. All
0: right. So, no, here's a regular question. What is something you don't mind paying money for?
1: Just fuck it. Make Mm. it rain. Mind paying money for... Um. I'm all about good food. I know that's a generic answer, but I can go drop some money on a good steak. <laughs> uh, I'm a I'm a food addict. Says so my body weight. So, you know, a good steakhouse, I'll spend some money. I don't care.
0: Uh, liquor, I would say, is one that you like to spend money on.
1: That is, like, that is awesome. Like true. the quality liquor.
0: Whiskey? Yes. Whiskey. Bourbon. Bourbon.
1: Like I'm fuck. more of a bourbon drinker,
0: but yeah. like Like uh, Blanton's. Yes. What about you? You know what I spend money on?
2: Video games and gym Video stuff.
0: Video games. Video games. <laughs> gym stuff. Uh, I, th- I think that's all I really spend money on. Yeah, just like this, like when I make purchases, like with the podcast or.
2: <laughs> just like gigantic out of the blue purchases is what he makes.
0: It, every once in a blue moon. Yeah. not not constantly
2: um Nina. go ahead
1: oh I, was say, I think that's a it must be a guy thing says not because she says the same thing about me she said you don't purchase a lot of stuff but when you make a purchase it's a big purchase <laughs>
0: so,
1: I, I don't know <laughs> and she'll just nickel a dime and just be spending money here and there everywhere so. yeah but i think we get an amazon package about eight times a week
2: how many Amazon packages have we had since we lived here?
1: That's because our Literally address hasn't one. changed over. Yes,
2: it has. I changed it over on everything before we moved in. That's besides the point. Anyway, um, I don't really have like a certain thing that I don't mind to spend. Mo- I don't mind to spend money on traveling. Like if we're traveling, I want to stay at a nice hotel. I don't want to be in the ghetto. Um, But I like to spend money on convenience things. Like... If, if it's like, hey, we could get the carpet shampooed or we could pay somebody. We're going to go ahead and pay somebody to get that done just for the sheer convenience of it. Um, But I don't know. I don't really, I would say travel is one thing that I don't mind spending money on. If it's like, if we're going on a trip that we're going to like make a memory with, I don't mind to spend money, like excessive amounts of money, I would say tons and tons of money.
0: All right. Next question. Uh is there anything that you're really stingy with? My money.
2: Shane's a stingy with his money.
1: Uh people say that, but I don't I don't think so. I don't know. I guess I'm tight in some places and then I like to uh spend money in other places, I guess. I don't know. If I think it's rude, really, you know. West, I don't West, know. I Western a Union me like uh,
0: 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: If you need it, I'd send it. <laughs> um,
2: what would you say your answer would be?
1: To me? Yeah. Um, man, I don't know. I don't know. What about you guys? I
2: don't know. I don't think I'm stingy with things.
0: Um, so, like, within the family, I'm not stingy with anything. But uh, outside, I would say I'm stingy with money.
2: Yeah, I don't really like. I think sometimes I'm overly nice with things. Like if people ask me and I have the ability to help them with something, I'm not going to be stingy about it. Um, I'm stingy with my time, I would say. Like if people invite me to do stupid shit, like let's go do something stupid. I'll be like, oh, sorry, I'm busy. (laughs) What's stupid? That's anything. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, like... I got invited to go to, like, the spouse's dinner where you just go hang out with, like, a lot of military spouses and, like, gossip about husbands in the military. I want to do that shit. I was like, sorry, I have a prior obligation. And you know, this is my prior obligation. Nothing. Just sitting here chit-chatting. This is not nothing. God, you see that shit? <laughs>
0: this is not nothing. Okay. I'm going to take the headphones away from you. <laughs>
2: Not my headphones. Not my headphones.
0: Uh, okay. So here's a little bit more of a deeper question. Okay, here we go. Sort of. What or who has made the biggest impression on your life in the last year? Can't say your wife.
1: Mm, that's a tough one. Mm. In the
2: past year? In the past year. The biggest impact on my life in the past
0: year. Is- Let's go past two years. Take it back as, as long as you want.
2: I don't know. You answer first. You asked the question.
0: Me? Uh, A person that I work with who's helped me out a lot ever since I promoted. You know who I'm talking about. I do. But yeah. I won't mention any names.
2: Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't have a solid answer.
0: You better say your boss because if not, you're going to get fired.
2: I mean, <laughs> I don't, she really hasn't like made that much of an impact besides giving given me a lot of hard work to do. <laughs> like, she, like I haven't worked with her long enough for her to like give me some momentous change. Um, yeah, I don't have an answer. Shane, you got an answer?
1: I don't, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that's like, I don't know.
2: Just something that's like really changed. In the past year, I feel like Maybe. I've just been like steady state. Like, <laughs> I haven't really made any like gigantic changes.
0: Are you fucking kidding me? We just moved houses. So my realtor? You changed jobs. You won fucking like three awards. <laughs> Okay, You've um fucking taking like three PhD classes.
2: Yeah, but that's steady state.
0: Oh. Humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I just <laughs> I just kick ass all the fucking time. <laughs> no big deal.
2: I I don't know, I don't have an answer.
0: Bullshit. Your answer is me. You're welcome. You said you couldn't pick your spouse. I said Shane couldn't pick his spouse.
2: Oh, then it's you for sure. <laughs>
0: Some bullshit. All right. All
2: go right.
0: Here's the next one. Let's go to another cheesy one. This one's not deep. If you could be reincarnated as an animal, which animal would you choose?
1: Oh, man. Probably my dog, Callie, because she's got it freaking made, man. <laughs> <laughs> she got it made in the shade. <laughs> she just be laying around all the time. Like, she just looked so comfortable. And Feed me. No responsibility. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All I gotta do is make sure the kids feed her. That's their chore. They're one of chore chores I have to get on to them. So sometimes she might skip a meal, but you know, but <laughs> she's got a she's got a pretty 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 good <laughs> and made. Fucking dogs.
2: Out of all the animals in the world, you'd want to be Callie.
1: Man, I don't know. She's got it pretty freaking good. I don't know.
0: <laughs> you could be a lion, king of the jungle. You could be a fucking gorilla. Nobody would fuck you. Fuck you! I mean, if you're, F- fuck with you.
1: If you're, if you're not a, pe- if you're not a pet though, and you're just some random animal, you got a lot of responsibilities and survival. Like that's your only
0: again. responsibility. Yeah, survival.
1: Yeah. You, if you if you ain't out just like you know, I don't day in and day out just grinding, then you're just you know, you're not a human at that point. You know, if you're a pet, you ain't got no responsibility. You ain't gotta even worry about going catching food or eating. It's just gonna be there when you wake up. <laughs> Uh, That's (laughs) That's pretty
2: accurate. (laughs) 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 Fucking (laughs) dog.
0: What would you pick? I'd probably pick like a a badass predator bird. I just want to fly. Like an owl? A bald eagle? Probably a bald eagle because you can't shoot it. That's accurate. How many predators does a bald eagle have?
1: I don't know. The owls are pretty ruthless, though. They, <laughs> they are. Our darn cat. <laughs>
0: I, I, I saw one pick up a, a jackrabbit and take it in the middle of the night. They're huge
1: too. They're, they're you wouldn't think an owl would be that big. They're freaking huge.
0: Yeah, their wingspan is fucking humongous. It's bananas.
2: I just want to be a rooster outside of somebody's house that I hated. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You're a hateful person. <laughs> ah, 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 I would do that all day, <laughs> just outside their window, and then fly.
0: The roosters don't fly.
2: They can. No, yes, they like they can.
0: hover and glide. She's got. She's got too
1: many. enemies. She got too many enemies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it will be so fun. Okay. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Christ. Okay. All right.
2: Shane wants to be his damn pet dog, and you want to make fun (laughs) of me. (laughs) Uh,
0: If if you were going to speak to a group of graduating teenagers, what topic uh, would you speak of? What would be the topic?
1: Speak to teenagers of? Welcome to life, bitches. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I, I I don't know. That's tough.
2: Probably not to go too deep, but like, just don't let failure dictate your life because, like, it's gonna be there. Just get past it and keep on going. It's so funny. So, I got this new boss, <laughs> and I'm not gonna name names for, like, say where I work, but I like for the Air Force, we had this Airman's Creed, and one of the, the verses in the Airman's Creed says, like, I will not falter and I will not fail. And it's like painted on the wall in my office. And she's like, Paint over that shit. I hate that we're telling these airmen that they're not gonna fail. They're gonna fail and I was like, Oh my, all right. All right, man, we got, You true. win this round. You
0: gotta learn somehow.
2: <laughs> she was like all riled up about it, but That thing was stolen from the army anyway. I mean it'd be like that sometimes. The whole air force was stolen from I the army. I would
1: tell them I would tell them nothing is free. You gotta work. There's too many people that don't understand that and just feel that like they can just sit at home and not do crap and live off the government. Fucking freeloaders, everything. man!
2: It's cause they got spoiled. ass it's freaking ridiculous. They grew up all spoiled like our kids.
1: No, you your want kids them, are spoiled too. Oh, they're spoiled freaking rotten. <laughs> it's hard to find that balance. It is. It's it's so terrible. Like you want them to work for something, but you don't want them to not have stuff that you know that they want. So it's like a super hard balance to figure out what you know. Or Give too. them stuff without giving them too much. Or have have terrible you
0: terrible at that balance. Have you heard? Yeah, we are. And I'm, I'm worried about it. Have you heard that, uh, that quote at, that goes, hard times make strong men, and then strong men meet, make weak children, and then weak children make... Hard times? Hard times.
1: <laughs> have you heard it before? I think before? Rogan says that. I think I've heard that on Rogan, I think.
0: I forget exactly how it goes, um, but I feel like we're in that cycle, and our kids. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just don't think they face enough enough.
2: It's because our parents were assholes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it, they made us, and now we're making our children weak. Who's going to make our country be a shithole? And then it's they're going to have to get some really stern people, and then the cycle's just going to be a big old circle.
0: Yeah, I mean it.
2: That's why the hippies are coming back. That's how the hippies got here. Everybody was like super ruthless and mean. And then everybody was all, love and be kind. And then everybody was super mean. And then now we're back into hippie times. See, Shane's going to Bonnaroo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I worry about that with the kids. Like, oh, man, maybe they're just going to be way too soft whenever they get older and they're not going to be independent or they won't be able to, like, fend for themselves just because of... We pretty much give them everything that they... Need or want, right? Yeah. To a certain degree.
2: Do your kids like uh, throw tantrums and think by throwing the tantrum you're going to give them what they want?
1: Oh, that's Harper for sure. <laughs> Not so much Saller. Saller, I mean, he doesn't do that. Harper's death was the most spoiled, so she definitely throws little fits.
2: That's how Elena is. If we tell Elena no, she like goes into a whole tantrum, and I'm like, "Do you think doing this is gonna make me change my mind and give you what you want?" But yeah, she's got middle kid syndrome.
0: I don't know. We'll find out in a few years. (laughs) 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 Oh shit! I'd like close out the question. He
2: said we're done with this.
0: Oh, uh, are you OCD about anything?
1: OCD, about anything? Uh, not well. The only thing that I have a big pet peeve of is I hate going to bed with a dirty kitchen. I can see the house a freaking mess, stuff every freaking wear. But when I see a sink full of dishes, it drives me freaking crazy. I can't stand it. Now I don't give two crap. You care less. <laughs> Before I go to bed, there's got to be a clean kitchen, or it drives me crazy. That's Holly. So that, I guess that's a, that's considered a pet peeve. I again.
2: think, I think it's just um not like necessarily go into bed with a dirty kitchen, but I don't want to wake up to a dirty kitchen. I guess it's the same thing, but like if I wake up in the morning and I want to come down to the kitchen and make a cup of coffee and like, it's a mess, I'm going to be frustrated immediately. Um, but yeah, I, think, I, think, I don't think I'm OCD about that because, thing. because I can, I can go to bed without like loading the dishwasher or whatever. I just don't like to, um, but I am very OCD about my work. Like when I'm doing things for work, I will like double, triple check it to make sure like nothing is um, messed up or that everything's good to go. So I would would say I'm OCD with my work.
1: The kitchen for me though, I think it's more so because – I love to cook and I do all the cooking at the house. Yeah. I cook every now and then but not a lot. But I do all the cooking and before you start cooking, if you don't have a clean kitchen to start cooking at, it like drives me crazy. the so first thing in the morning I wake up and I want to go make breakfast, the first thing I want to do is clean up a sink full of dishes from last night before I can even start making breakfast. You know, so See, I don't know. You might dirty be the, kitchen drives me crazy. You
0: might be the wrong profession, man. You should be a chef.
1: I know, I, I do enjoy it. I thoroughly enjoy it. Like He was you know, a chef a people, but I saw it I, for a I long time. Cooking.
0: That's your passion, yeah. man.
1: That's where I started. Yeah.
0: Career change. Do it, and then you'll find yourself in New York, it. working for one of them. What do they call it? Gordon Ramsay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I do enjoy it. Hey, they say chefs are pretty crazy. From all these
2: podcasts, i
1: do still listening all these chefs, and they like they get wild. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I, I don't know. You know, you, I don't know if you listen to any of them chefs or not. Man, them high-end chefs, they're like. They're on another level. I don't
0: know. <laughs> yeah, I hear like that uh that fucking <coughs> what is it? Like the work working environment or whatever is just fucking hateful. Yeah. And it's Super crazy, toxic. stressful, yeah. yeah, toxic, just uh I wouldn't be able to take it.
2: And they got knives all the time. Fuck that. <laughs> Somebody's getting stabbed. Yeah. What are you O C D about? You keep skipping these questions?
0: Uh I don't I'm not O C D about anything I don't think. I used to be O C D about quite a few things. Like uh I was very particular about like how I would organize my room or fold my clothes or like whatever it is that my own stuff and that kind of went away after getting married and having kids because you can't have it your way anymore. It's kind of like it's pointless. I guess books maybe. I don't know. No, not even that. They're just kind of thrown there. Sorry that I ruined your life. It's okay. (laughs) 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 Uh I, I mean you know you see you saw my room whenever I was a bachelor <laughs> Yeah my shit was organized my shit was clean in a very particular way mm-hmm. I had all my shirts uh, color coordinated color coordinated short sleeve long sleeve then I had my jeans and then I had my jackets my sock drawer was on point all my it was
2: who cares about your sock drawer? Are you one
1: of them that? Are you one of them that fold your underwear, or are you just throw them in the drawer?
0: No, I fold. I folded everything. Like if it was in a drawer, it was folded, He's, and like nice and neat. Like my shirts were like perfect rectangles, and they they were in the drawer. They were spaced okay. out evenly. Uh, I had some stuff on my closet. All that stuff was like folded, nice and neat. My shoes were laid out nice, laces tucked in, like all that shit. And my bed was always made, and like. My computer desk was organized just granted I didn't have a lot to organize, but still I like had everything in its place. Same like even the apartment that I had when I had my own apartment, like my kitchen was organized and I don't know. That's just me. So
2: what he's saying is our house is trash and it's my fault. Sorry about that guys. No,
0: it's not your fault. What I'm saying is <laughs> like it's hard to keep anything the way you want it because you have a lot of people to account for. It's not just you. So I'm appreciative. <laughs> Of having a family. And that's why I don't give a fuck about having stuff like completely organized and nice and neat and perfect. No, I'm not backpedaling. I'm telling the truth.
1: (laughs) Keeping one person stuff organized is a lot easier than keeping five people stuff organized. Exactly. I agree.
0: Especially when you have uh, kids that don't give a shit and they just throw everything anyway. Well, except for Dallas. Dallas is pretty organized.
2: Like, if, it's so funny. Laundry,
1: laundry's the worst. Yes. Oh, yeah.
2: When Dallas and Elena would share, when they shared a room, um, Elena would always blame Dallas. Like, it's Dallas's fault that our room is messy and she'll never clean. And now that they have separate rooms, Dallas's room is like always clean her bed's always made her stuff's always put in its right spot and elena's room was like a damn tornado hit it every day <laughs> <That's> <laughs> i'm funny, like it man. was dallas huh <laughs> she just like she'll take off her clothes and so she just throws them like a sock over there leotard over there towel from the shower it's like you the basket's right there
0: yeah there i don't is. Uh, like, growing up, I don't remember, like, being like that, like, we're just throwing shit, and I I know I wasn't, like, uh like, when I got older, I was taking care of my own shit, and I think that just kind of got beat into me by my mom, but, like, I don't know, the kids are just, they don't give a fuck at all, man, they just throw everything everywhere, like, they'll find them in the middle of the kitchen.
2: Like, get your shoes out (laughs) of the kitchen. Um, Yeah, I don't really remember us, like, I think there was just so many of us crammed in such a small space that, like, it couldn't ever really be clean because there was just so much stuff in such a small area. I mean, it was clean, I guess, but it was, like, I think at one point there was, like, seven kids sleeping in one bedroom. Like, you really can't have your own space in, (laughs) in that tiny of a room.
0: Yeah. All right, let's go to the next one. This one uh, could be deep. I don't know. All right, <laughs> what do you think people undervalue today? I got one for this, but I'll let you guys answer.
2: What do I think people undervalue? Yes. Well,
0: today, in this day and age, present, at present, currently, right now? Um.
2: Wrong answer. Shane, go.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking that's, that's a I tough think, question. Um, I think my
2: answer is time. Ooh, that's a good one. I think people really undervalue time. Um because I think we spend so much time at work doing nothing. Yes. Um and I feel like if if like companies or organizations or just people in general like really valued Your time or time in general, like, I mean, I don't know. I've really sat down and thought about this. Like, how much time do I sit at work, just like genuinely doing nothing, like that waiting for emails to come in. That has to do with work. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I could be keeping busy on surfing the interwebs or whatever, but like, like actual work. There's no way that I spend ten hours a day actually doing work stuff. It's 80 to, it's I'll the 8020
1: rule. Of <laughs> 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 a lot of t- TikTok and YouTube goes on in my office.
0: <laughs> work related. <laughs> it's the it's yeah. the 8020 rule where like 80% of your work gets done in 20% of the time.
2: Yeah. I do I think that people really undervalue time.
0: Yeah, it's true. There's uh, I'm probably making this up again, but like studies where uh, companies have taken off Friday and given their employees three-day work weeks. Uh, four day work or yeah, four day work weeks. So three day weekends uh, I meant to say is, and, uh, what they found was like, they got more work done in those four days than they did with having an extra work day because people valued that time off so much and they didn't fill, basically like fill gaps in time. Uh, with nonsense and not doing nothing or like "Ah, we have a whole nother day so we'll just do it tomorrow they just like got it done and then went and enjoyed the weekend and then the same thing with like working like six hour days or something or five hour days people shorten the work day it's like hey they only have four hours to work they got all their work knocked out and then fucking went home so they found people were more productive when you cut the time down and gave them more time off than vice versa then the other way around.
2: I've worked for both kinds of bosses. Like I've worked for bosses who are like, once you're done with your work for the day, like go home. There's no reason for you to be here. Yes. And I've worked for bosses who are like, until it's 4.30 on the dot, you will be at your desk. And yeah. it's like, okay. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I've had the same thing where it's like, uh, if you were working late, you're a hard worker, which doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, to me, it just says like, you're bad with time, Right. Or you don't do shit during the day. So you just wait till the end of the day and then try to knock it out. Or, but like if people are staying two, three, four hours after work, it used to be seen as like, oh man, they're working hard and they're getting this shit done. Uh, reality, like. You have terrible time management. Yeah. T- terrible time management or I don't know. People just don't want to go home period. But I don't know. Like there's a certain point where you reach and it's, basically like a point of diminishing returns where you pass a certain hour threshold or something and you're not you're no longer being productive whatsoever no much no matter how much time you spend longer after that so if you work an 8 hour shift that point of diminishing returns is like 9 hours so once you start working past 9 hours you're basically not getting anything done no matter how long you
2: stay there uh, I, yeah that seems accurate i don't know What's your Shane? What do you What do you think people undervalue?
1: Uh, I would say, I guess this kind of ties in. Well, I don't know. I'd say just general respect from other people. Like I don't know, people are so quick to pinpoint out somebody's flaw and like this whole cancel culture. Just, I mean, it's like. You can't do anything wrong without somebody. Well, the biggest thing is cameras. The freaking technology is one of the greatest things in the world, but also the worst. Anything you do wrong is on a video camera now. Yeah. And then it goes viral. And then you just get blown out. And then you have one bad moment. Everybody has bad moments. But as soon as you have one and it gets on video, you're done.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: mm-hmm. And there's no going back. You can't apologize. You can't say, hey, I was wrong. Uh, I had a bad moment. You know, I, I re- reacted of you know impulse impulse or you know just didn't think rashly in this one moment and that one moment can define you for forever whereas yeah. before something bad happened you might know a few people that you know may have seen it or judged you or whatever that it went on but now i mean everything's on video and it. You know, once it's recorded, it's going to be there forever. You know, it's it's you know, it and it's, it's almost like it, that one moment in your life defines your whole life by you know this that few seconds. You know, so it's yeah. just like yeah, well, part I of it's know, like it's everybody is looking to yeah, and everybody's just like everybody thinks. I think it's a it's a it's a bad mindset. People think that if they can point out something bad in somebody else, it makes them look better. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they're higher on the pedestal because they they found you guilty for something that they've probably done a million times they just ain't been caught doing it you yeah know? so i don't know that's a, that's a big one for me
0: i totally agree man like uh if somebody ever decided they just like want to like clip a bunch of pieces of this podcast together they probably like make me look like a racist sexist uh i do whatever other is there is man and it would be a shit show. Yeah, that's what
1: happened to that's what happened just to Rogan. I know I mentioned Rogan a because I love Rogan. <laughs> everybody does. Obviously, he's the biggest podcaster out there, but I mean people just even as you know, he's very straightforward, open minded. He doesn't care if he disagrees with you, he's gonna listen to you, listen to what you gotta say. He's not gonna cut you off or say you're an idiot, you know. He he is there to deceive what you think, you know. And you know, he just like the whole racist deal, they just took all these clips out of context and put it in there and try to make him like this big racist, you know, which is probably the most, the furthest thing from that, you know. So it's just, I don't know. It's people, I don't know. I don't know if it's people that just sit back and they're like, I'm not working hard, so I'm going to get at somebody that's successful and is doing a great job and just try to destroy them. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know where it comes from, to be honest with you, but. It's just the whole cancel culture thing is just, like, out of control. You know, and I don't know if there's a end in sight for it, really.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, I don't know. People aren't afraid to, uh, I don't even know how to articulate it. But, like, you can say whatever you want and not worry about uh, any kind of repercussions as far as, like, physical repercussions i guess like in smacked in the face or hitting the mouth or anything like that or you think nothing bad's gonna yeah. happen to you you can just say whatever you want because you feel like you have the right to say whatever you want people just feel too entitled yeah
2: like i haven't even told you this story yeah. yet but recently our work well like where i used to work they had the first big graduation of like everyone graduating tech school since COVID started so it was a big deal for the base like everybody was there and one of the airmen thought he was going to win the Commander's Award. Like, he thought he had the highest GPA in the class and he was going to win the Commander's Award. But he didn't win. And he told his family he was going to win and all this stuff. So, after the graduation, he went up to his flight commander And was like, I don't even want this certificate. Like, the certificate that says you graduated tech school. Like, I don't even want this certificate. I was supposed to win that award. I want to know what the other guy's GPA was. There's no way he did better than me. And it's like, first off, calm the fuck down. And second off, like, who are you to throw this whole fit? Because you didn't win some arbitrary, stupid-ass award that means nothing. Like, what is going on? And it's just that, that sense of entitlement that people feel like... I want it and you're going to do what I want and prove to me why I can't have what I want pretty much. And it was like, Oh, chilly. You better be glad I wasn't there. Cause I would have lost it.
1: (laughs) Too many kids get participation awards. They have to work (laughs) for anything to get a trophy. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. Everybody thinks that they're entitled. Like they deserve something without working for it. if they have it i should automatically have it and i have to work for it you know it's and i don't know maybe it's like you said you know you say you know hard times make strong men strong man men make weak times weak times make you know you know easy i don't the whole thing it's like it's like a vicious cycle you know when you teach kids that you know oh it doesn't matter i mean anytime i always go back to sports that's where my my background i used to play sports and i love sports still watch sports but that's the default i'm sure you're in the same boat but you know we were always taught to be competitive to try hard yeah it's you'll it's all about having fun but to me winning is fun (laughs) but at this point (laughs) it's like you can go out there and just Freaking play with butterflies and roll in the dirt, and you're going to get a freaking trophy. You know, there is not nothing to work for. You know, it's like, you know, you had to actually work for something. If you wanted it, you had to work for it. And then when you did it, when you didn't get that trophy or you didn't get that award, it's like, man, well, next time I'm going to do better. Yeah. But like now, and I, I hate to say this about my kids, but Siler, all he cares about is the trophy. He'll go out there. He don't care about anything. He don't care if they lost every single game of the season. He's like, Dad, where's my trophy? And I was like, well, you didn't get one. Well, how come I didn't get a trophy? They got a trophy. And I was like, well, you got last freaking place' <laughs> He gets all upset because he didn't get a trophy. But, you know, it's just like – but most things, these all right, everything, you get a participation award, everything is like – I don't know. It's like – like, I don't know. It's like the – Whole government and you know welfare, all this stuff. There's so much stuff put in place, and it's put in place for a good reason. But then people abuse it, yeah. you know. So then you got people that who can work, but because they don't have to work, they're just going to sit at home, you know. What they're just abusing the system. It's just like too many people getting handouts, so you don't have to work for nothing. It's just like they want their trophy this whole backwards. Cur- yeah, they want their trophy, but they don't want to do anything. You know, it's like it's instilled in people at a young age, and I think it stems from, like I try to teach the kids to work hard, you know, Siler, like he wants to, I don't know, baseball for instance, like he was mad because he went to practice the other day and he couldn't hit the ball as good as everybody else. I was like, well, those kids are practicing nonstop. Every single day, I ask you when I get home, you wanna go outside and do batting practice and you'd rather play a video game. And you know, you gotta put the work in not just that practice you got to put in the extra work you want to do you know be as good as the other kids that are just you know you know hitting them out of the park you know you got to put in that work but i don't know i don't know that's partly my fault too and parents like i said it's that happy balance of trying to let them be happy and give them what they want but yet trying to let them earn stuff it's it's a hard balance as a parent you know i don't i don't know it's tough
0: yeah yeah, that's really tough, man, and I do the same shit, man, because I try to teach the kids the same way, but, like, uh, that sucks when you see them hurting, or uh, you remember how you felt when you were young or little, and then you couldn't get, have that one thing, or you saw everybody else have it, and you remember how you felt because you didn't have it, and then, and then you remember everybody else talking shit, and I don't know, well, at least that's how it goes in my mind, so I'm like, well, my yeah. kid's not going to oh, go yeah. without that, sure. so... I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. Yeah, to it's it's, uh, it's difficult.
2: What was yours? Yeah, Never told us yours. Super
0: difficult. Oh, ho- hold on. My before I say mine, uh, I wanted to say the quote. It's hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times.
2: Oh. That's there you the go. quote. That's
1: it. That it's so accurate too. And mm-hmm. we're in that. You know that weak weak people in weak time right now and it's gonna take somebody, you know, a generation to, you know, correct that. You know, it's just I don't know, it went so good for so long, now we've just been battling. this one thing after another over the last, you know, ten years, fifteen years, whatever, just one thing after another, but I don't know. It seems like it's getting worse and worse. I don't know if it's gonna get better.
0: Yeah, like I say about the military, like uh like we're going towards the the softer side. Um Yeah. And You know, there's some things that have changed that they change for the better. Uh, But there's something it's like we swung too far or it was a knee jerk reaction and we're becoming soft. But uh, it's just going to take us getting our ass kicked or something like, you know, how 9-11 did for our country and our military where just everybody was like up in arms and decided to kick ass at once. And, you know, our military did did their thing. It's like it's going to take something like that again for it to come full circle for our military to get back to like, Hey, we're hard asses. This is what we need. It's, it's either us or them. And I don't give a fuck how you feel right now, but we're going to fight. We're going to win. That's how it's going to go down, but it's going to take something like
2: something us major, fi- yeah. fighting
0: Russia over this Ukraine shit. It's honestly, I hope doesn't happen. Cause that, that's fucking, that's pretty scary. But you know, an event like that or a war like that or something like that, uh, to kind of refocus our military is what it would take in my opinion, before it comes full circle. Uh but my, yeah. my uh what was the question? What do you think people undervalue today? Uh so mine is um be- being born in this country. Uh being an American and uh, I think too too many people take it for granted or and it's it's that sense of entitlement like
2: uh, I don't think people who have never been to a country outside of America. And I'm not talking about like visiting fucking Italy. I'm talking like to a no joke like shithole like Iraq or Afghanistan or not even like Middle Eastern countries. But just small country like third world countries. Um, until you've been to a place like that and you've seen people live in just these like terrible conditions, I don't think you can really appreciate America.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. It's tough, man. I don't exclude myself in this because like I do it all the time too and complain about the stupidest shit and I catch myself sometimes like, oh, get over it. Like you're you're here, you're lucky. You're like uh, one of the lucky few. Um, But like being born in America is just like we lucked out being born here because we have so many rights, privileges, uh, opportunities that most countries don't, right? And it's just crazy. And people, like, tend to overlook that and forget about that. And uh, they just need a change of perspective sometimes. Uh, and me included because I do it as well. But I think that's one of the things.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. I agree. I think, I find myself a lot of times when people are complaining, like, that's such a first world problem. Yes. Like, <laughs> like we're mad because gas prices are high, yeah. but, like, you literally can go get in a vehicle and drive <laughs> wherever the fuck you want to. Like, you're going to be all right. Yeah. So, I don't know.
0: No, That was all mine. Right. Hold on, my phone keeps on shutting down on me. What's the... Uh, this is the last one, because uh, uh, we're going on the hour. We kind of talked about... Well, no, we didn't, but... Anyways, okay. Would you rather have a cool boss and learn nothing or a strict boss? A strict boss you learn from.
1: Mm, it is a tough one. I mean, everybody's going to say that, you know, they want that easygoing boss. that's going to be, you know, carefree and not hold you accountable. Because, you know, a job is a job. So you're there – you want the best job. It's going to make you the happiest. It's going to make you the most amount of money without the least responsibility, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. but at the same time, you want that boss. that's going to teach you, you know? So I don't know. It's like a, I don't know. I don't know. It's that, that's, that's a tough one because, you know, you want to learn, you want to progress, you want to, you know, better yourself as an employee, as a person, or whatever, and that carefree boss is not going to be that person that's going to yeah. teach you that. So I don't know. That's a, that's a, that's a tough one. So.
0: Yeah, I think it just depends on, like, what you're trying to get out of your job. Like, if you're just trying to be at your job, like, kill the eight hours and then fucking go home just to earn a check, then, yeah, I would say, like, having a cool boss is, like, right on the money. But if you're actually trying to progress, promote, uh, do better things, move on, whatever it is, then, yeah, that strict boss that you can learn from is – what you need. I, I will say like the times that I have grown the most or learned the most have been from like uh, bosses that were assholes. And not assholes in the sense like they were just complete dicks. But they were like, um, they were, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? They were like constantly on top of you, right? Like why did you get this shit done? This is what you need to fix. Okay, you don't know? All right, let me show you how to fix it. And if you fuck it up again, I'm going to be on your ass again. Like the ones that they're making you better. They're going to keep you honest. Yeah, yeah. Like like you were saying, they they, they hold you accountable, but they teach you along the way. Uh, and they're not, they don't like bullshit with you. They don't try to, they don't really care about your feelings and that and that. It's like, hey, I'm telling you what you need to hear so you can get better from it. Um, yeah, the bosses that I've learned the most from kind of had that attitude.
2: Yeah, I pick the strict boss every time. Because <laughs> you're sing- the strict boss. Every single time. Um, I hate when there are like... I don't know. I'll be like the nerd and use Air Force terms. But I hate when there's like laissez-faire bosses. Just bosses who are kind of like... She's speaking French. Like, I'm the cool guy. Like, let's be friends. Because what happens is you get people who... Like, you you can have a really, like, carefree boss, but you're still going to get the people who just naturally are hard workers. And they're going to, like, bust their ass all the time. And then you're going to have people who do absolutely nothing because they know the boss isn't going to, like, make them. So it's like the – you see one person, like, doing all the work and then, like, five people standing around. Like, oh, you know, you should shovel that rocks over here instead of, like, actually helping. So I picked, yeah, I would rather have a strict boss every time. But you're right, I am the strict boss. I don't know. I think I've, through the years, have found a good balance of, like, first and foremost, you're going to get your work done. But also, like, I'm not going to micromanage you and be on your ass all the time unless you prove to me that that's how I have to be with you. Um, So, I don't know. I just, I hate bosses who are just... Like non existent bosses. Even when I go to fast food restaurants and it's like super slow or they're all back there dicking off, I'm like, where is your boss at? Like, I'm about to go back there and start running the shop. You burgers, you fries, you put stuff in bags. Like, this isn't a hard process. (laughs) But that's what I'm going to do when I retire run a McDonald's, be the most efficient (laughs) McDonald's in the universe.
0: Yeah. My, uh, my work, not my worst boss. The one I learn I probably learn not not learn. I grew the most from uh was when I was in BMT. So when I was a, a drill instructor. I had this one he was a trainer. He he was my trainer. I hate that. God game. damn it. Sorry, Barry, if you are listening. <laughs> You made me grow the most, but shit, like I couldn't do anything without that dude just like being on my ass. What about this, sir? What about that, sir? You forgot this, sir. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. It's like, fuck.
2: Just let me breathe. The one thing that I remember the most about him is that day he had you going around base all day. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Like working on your command boys. Yeah. All over base. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so like when you're in that position, you got to call commands because you're always drilling and stuff, and they got to hear you, so you got to be loud. Uh, So, you got to build up your diaphragm so you don't blow out your throat the entire time. So, the normal cadence goes hut two, three, four, hut two, three, four when you're marching them. Um, But you need to use your diaphragm whenever you say that. So, it's like you're belting it out. Well, I couldn't do that yet, and I like my diaphragm wasn't built up. So he's like, "What you're gonna do is the entire time you're marching these trainees, you're just gonna be like pushing your diaphragm. You're just gonna work your diaphragm, so it's gonna sound like huh, huh, huh." <laughs> so I was marching these trainees throughout the base, just going huh, huh, huh. <laughs> It was so stupid, but it worked. That was the thing that tripped out because, like, I had one of the best command voices, or like the one of the loudest ones in BMT. By by the time I left, so it's like it worked. <laughs> it was a pain in the ass and it was embarrassing, but it fucking worked.
2: It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'd say even uh, I even say. Me being a boss and y'all are probably in the same sh- in leadership roles. It's hard to find that balance of being too strict or too lenient. I've been both ways in my job, and I've, I, I'm, you know, I, I fight it every single day. When I first started, I was like, "Well, I want to try to be that lenient boss." I've worked with so many freaking douchebags. Like, <laughs> you don't want to be that boss, so you're like, "I'm going to have to be a little bit more relaxed." Well, then you got people that will see that, and then they one, one want to try to run you over, or two. You know, they get so used to it that when you do have to be stern, they're like freaking shell shocked. They're like, oh my God, this guy's like so mean because, you know, you actually had to enforce something. And then you just got people who just take advantage of the situation, know you're lenient. They know that, you know, they'll let you get away with a little bit and they just keep inching and see what they can get yeah. away with. So then you got to end up being, then you got to be in the super strict person. And then they're like, oh, this guy's, this guy's awful. You know, so it's, yeah. it's hard as a boss to find that happy medium, you know, and I still, I, have difficulties with it every day like i'm hard on my guys but yet that i'm easy with them too so it's like i don't know you gotta find that balance you know it's it's tough you know yeah yeah it uh, is tough Tough situation
0: i mean i'm still learning myself and it's tough to do and then it's especially when you have like all the different personalities and different attitudes or like the different the different types of, of work ethics where uh it's just i don't know it's, it's hard to deal with yeah, that's
1: the biggest challenge is all the multiple personalities as a boss and to be a good leader you know you can't be a one you know one shot pony like it's not you can't handle every situation with every person the exact same everybody's personality is different everybody's attitude is different everybody's you know where it's kind of like the kids you know yeah. like harper i can freaking just raise my voice just the slightest little bit and she's broke down in tears i ain't even got to even be Siler, I'll freaking wear him out until my hands hurt, and he don't even give a crap, you know. It's like, <laughs> He's like, are like you done two yet? different – So I can go boys. back to video I, games. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you you got to handle everybody so differently and, and to find, you know. And that's where, you know, I try to be better as a boss is to be not – I try to get – I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, when people come in, I don't just – talk about the job i try to get a little bit more personal learn more about them out there you know how's your family you know not dig too deep to where you're being nosy but you know try to dive in and find those each individual personalities and what they're all about and gain their trust i guess you know when they actually see that you care you know and then so you know it's uh i don't know it's still just, it's just it's a it's a tough role to handle each individual person as an individual person and not just be black and white. You know, it's, it's a tough, it's a challenge for sure.
0: Yeah. It's tough, man. It, it's not a one size fits Shut all Shut it down, answer. being an asshole all the time. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's hers. <laughs> no, it's <not. laughs> no, it's not true. No, you actually get quite the, usually get the feedback
2: that you were a good boss. I have like very few people and it's like, The people who made me be mean, like, I didn't come to work and want to be mean to you, but if you just keep being a shit show, like, I'm going to have to be that person. And then when I'm that person, they're like, oh, you were terrible. Like, you were so mean. And it's like, like, the other day, Hart was like, I had all Firewall Fives until that one time you gave me a four. And I was like, you sucked that year. And he's like, yeah, I did. (laughs) Like, I don't don't know what you want from me. (laughs) But... I don't know. It's a it's definitely a a fine a fine balance, but I think I think we're all trying not to be our parents, but also trying try not to swing too far to the other side. Yeah. I don't know.
0: All right. I think we can stop it there. We're at an
1: hour. Episode
0: 100. 100.
1: 100 that yeah was baby episode. it always it's like flies by when you're on it I,
0: i'm yeah. telling you man it's fucking awesome
1: like, i feel like i could talk for like two more or three more hours <laughs> so let's go through <laughs> some more questions let's do it <laughs> <laughs> no it's fun i'm glad y'all invited on you know uh, episode 100 it's a big one for you guys you know congratulations to you guys for keeping it going I don't know how many, I don't know how y'all track your listeners. And I, I'm not just saying that, just be saying, I was literally listening to it every single week. You know, that's like, you know, every Monday I get on there listen to it and part of me melts when it's not there. But <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> but I'm waiting cause I know it's coming at some point. So one, there was a two-week span there. But no, I, I do, I do. enjoy it, you know. And I hope y'all continue to do it because it is, you know, a good show. It's encouraging a lot. Like the different people, it's uh, – good to i guess what the whole podcast is about you just everyday people everyday stories you know it's it's cool to hear like i have no knowledge of the military you know i mean there might be some people like oh this military talk is boring what's interesting to some you know because you know for people that doesn't know anything about it you know i find it interesting so but uh i don't know yeah it's it's been awesome listening to it and i'm glad i got to be a part of it so, i appreciate y'all inviting me on
0: i appreciate you man it's always fun having you on and we appreciate oh, yeah, you sure. for being I'm our number one fan. <laughs>
1: Heck yeah, I'm always gonna be number one fan. I should have made me a shirt. One fan. <laughs> we're gonna
0: we're gonna do it. We're gonna get you a coffee mug too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we will shut it down. Uh, don't hang up yet. We'll close it and then we'll we'll say bye properly. Uh, All right, babes.
2: Peace out, Cub Scouts.
0: Peace out, Cub Scouts. We'll see y'all on Wednesday Wednesday. because we're definitely going to keep it up. We're going to be consistent. All right. Later. Later. (laughs) (laughs) Later.